0: We have a saying, well, at the end of the day. It's like a verbal exclamation mark. And it usually means that we have arrived at a truth about life that is not debatable or subject to conditions or exceptions. It is a truth that we are prepared to hang everything else on. And even state that not only is it the truth for the day, it could very well be the truth for the whole of life at the end of the day. One such statement is that at the end of the day, we live by and in the mercy of God. I suppose we could also say, at the beginning of every day, we enter the embrace of the mercy of God before we even begin to contribute anything to the life that will unfold around us and within us. We all live by the forgiveness of God. And that's the message of the Gospel today. Indeed, it's the message of the entirety of the revealed Word of God. That's the singular truth that is the foundation of our spiritual life. At the end of the day, we live in the mercy of God. For us, forgiveness can often be hard work. Maybe that's why Peter asked how often he had to forgive another. I wonder if God sometimes finds it hard to forgive us. When someone hurts us, or when we are cheated, or betrayed, Or lied to, or made fun of, it can be hard to forgive. When the hurt is larger, when there's abuse, or violence, or when it is the work of terrorists or murderers, or of one who kidnaps another, or exploits the vulnerable, then forgiveness is really hard work. What's so difficult is that it is spiritual work. Forgiveness is rarely about physical labor or financial restitution or compensation. It's spiritual work and it comes from that inner chamber of our being, that space where the soul lives, where the spirit lives, that place where the heart beats. And then, then comes the process of healing and transformation. Those human energies that can take time and the commitment to a greater good. So maybe that's why Pope Francis sees in the spiritual journey of reconciliation, with all its parts and its struggle, as well as its ultimate goodness for the larger community, maybe that's why he sees it as an analogy or as a suitable context for the work of confronting, healing, and transforming the injustices against the earth. The Pope calls for an integral ecological conversion. Those are his words, an integral ecological conversion that includes confronting with honesty the injustices that have been committed against the earth, our common home until policymakers, industry leaders, gospel preachers, and indeed every one of the earth's inhabitants honestly admit to the sins against the earth, then the necessary healing of those injustices will falter. And when the necessary changes that have to be implemented will inevitably fall short, and the hope of a transformation of practices and the efforts of sharing more justly the Earth's resources do not occur, then that integral ecological conversion may not happen in our time or even in time. Those who are advocates for greater attention to the cry of the Earth and the cry of the poor can easily lose patience with those who seem to be in denial of the need for changes in how we care for the earth. And they, those advocates, and we ourselves, can find ourselves striking out at those who refuse to hear what Pope Francis calls prophetic voices that call for a greater consciousness of God's gift of creation. When we hear reports of children who are malnourished and without safe water to drink in this, the 21st century, when floods ravage fertile lands and the crops, when fires destroy forests and homes, when wealthy nations store foodstuffs, that do not get distributed to those in need, when mining and lumber industries destroy, destroy the ecological balance, we can become discouraged, frustrated, bitter, and vengeful. Yet, there is God calling. For forgiveness. Sometimes, once in a while, or all the time. But, my friends, let us not mistake forgiveness for acquiescence, or a failure to cry out, or the loss of enthusiasm for bringing about justice for those who perpetuate the sins against Mother Earth, let alone complete inaction. Like the folks in today's gospel, we are all stewards of God's creation, servants of each other. These two vocations are intricately linked one to the other. Confronted with those who don't seem to have any sense of their evil actions or have a conscience or a moral compass of any kind, we are all the more tasked with what Pope Francis calls being a prophetic voice for the good of our common home. And so we plead for the strength to forgive, but still join with others in this common cause, for we can't do this on our own. We are also called, of course, to remember goodness and compassion and justice that are bigger than evil and division and brokenness. These good things may not be in the fullest measure because we are not yet in the perfect world, but we believe in them. We can do this. We have known other conversions in life. An integral ecological conversion may take more time and more effort. But at the end of the day, we believe that we can renew the face of the earth.